There you go, Dave McMahon. Can you hear us? Yes, sir. All How right. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Dog Talk Radio Show. How's everyone doing tonight out there? I'm doing fantastic. Listen, it's been a long time since I've had a conversation with my first guest, and I'm happy to have her on the program. Always happy to have her. Her name is Tammy Gabery. For those that don't know who Tammy is, she is the pet care manager of the Wellenden District Humane Society. And Tammy has been with the Humane Society for a couple of decades. She is a big time animal lover and she knows the Humane Society inside and out. She's worked all stations, done rescue work, uh, right down to cleaning the kennels, adoption, uh, managerial uh, duties. You got it. Welcome to the program, Tammy. Hello, Dave. How are you? Oh, not too bad. We had a couple little technical glitches, but we're plowing through. Okay, how have you been doing, Tammy? Uh, we've been doing well. We, uh, you know, we're uh, still busy as as uh, usual, just in a different way, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So let us know how the COVID nineteen has impacted the Humane Society uh, initially, and where you are now with the whole COVID nineteen. I mean, I'm sure you're making the best of things. We are. Yeah, for sure we are. So when we first went into lockdown, we had to really um, regroup and figure out how we continued to help the animals that were in our shelter and, and provide services for the members of our community. So we definitely had to look at different ways to facilitate that. Uh, so for the first time ever, we held virtual adoptions because we had just recently, before lockdown, taken in a, a bunch of rescue dogs from Manitoba, uh, puppies included. So they all came of age during lockdown. So we didn't want them to continue sitting in shelter care. So we proceeded to do some virtual adoptions, which was a lot of fun for uh, the staff. And it was a lot of fun for our officers because they were on stork duty a little bit for us and uh, making those adoption deliveries. So that was contactless for the new adoptees and kept all everybody safe and uh so that was a different way for us to approach things sure was but uh, i'm sure you did very well you've got an amazing team down there but i don't have to tell you that we do uh we're very fortunate uh to have some amazing staff at our both our shelter locations in niagara falls and in welland and you know they dedicate uh so many hours uh, every week to providing the, the best care for the animals that we have and finding those amazing homes. And, and our community members support us through adoptions. They support us through donations. Fundraising looks a lot different this year, uh, yet people are still supporting us in other ways that, um, to continue to provide for the animals. Awesome. Now, for those that don't know, Tammy, a couple of years back, um, and you'll be better with dates uh, than I am. But a couple of years back, Niagara Falls Humane Society and the Welland Humane Society amalgamated. And I believe that the new name is Niagara. Help me with it. It's uh, Niagara SPCA and Humane Society. So, yes, we uh, that's over two years ago now that amalgamation took place. And uh, it's been able to, for us to, uh, you know, add to what we were already doing in Welland that we can now incorporate the Niagara Falls, Niagara Lake area into into the fold, into the family, which is wonderful. Things are going well then. 
the things are going well. We are still doing the work that we love to do, which is um, helping the animals in our community and also helping animals beyond our communities and uh, getting them into our care and then getting them into loving homes. Yeah. Now, I know that your spay and neuter clinic is doing very well that you have in Welland. It is extremely busy. (laughs) And uh, the COVID lockdown, uh, you know, we only just started uh, doing surgeries again in July. We were shut down for a few months. And we have not stopped since we reopened, So, uh, which is great because people want to spay and neuter their animals, and that's what we want. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing to spay and neuter them, that's for sure. Uh, I know that when I drive down East Main Street uh, sometimes uh, early in the morning in, in Welland, uh, I see the people lined up outside uh, waiting to come into the spay and neuter clinic. So I, I that's how I've discovered that uh, you're quite busy with that. You see the people yes. lined right up bright and early in the morning. Yes, yeah, it is uh, it is very busy. We average about 25 surgeries a day at our spay-neuter clinic, and uh, so that keeps us very busy. Yeah. And, uh, Tammy, what about the, the Welland Humane Society renovations? Is there uh, renovations currently going on, or is that finished, or what's going on with that? Uh, we did renovate our kennels um, last year, so our dog kennels have a whole new look. Uh, unfortunately, people can't come in right now to see it, though. Um, we are by appointment only uh, for adoptions at this time. So um, hopefully when we get back to some normalcy and we can open our doors full again, then uh, people can come in and visit and, and see those reno- those renovations that we've done at our uh, Welland location. Yeah. Now, have you added more kennels or more... Uh, cages in the cattery like was it renovation and expansion can you elaborate Uh, it was an expansion it was a renovation so in our adoption kennels we now have uh, glass front doors so there's no longer the the uh, wire doors to our kennels uh, which has changed the whole look of it we freshened up and put new um, paint and flooring and uh, just gave it a facelift essentially is what we've done yeah, so the archaic sort of cage look that you would see from years gone by of the the, the cage gates, you know, that's gone mm-hmm. now. You're saying there's glass doors. Yes, yes, correct. Yeah, a little bit nicer looking. Yeah, yeah. it's a little oh. bit nicer. It helps with some uh, noise control as well, and uh, some of those barrier issues that we can sometimes have with dog to dog. So that that helps with all of that. So it's definitely uh, much nicer for all of us, both the staff and, and the dogs that are in our care. One of the listeners wanted me to ask you, how many staff do you, uh, do you have to have on board uh, for Welland Humane and then also Niagara Humane uh, Society to, to run the place? I mean, typically, on average, uh, how many staff would you have on uh, at, at, let's say, Welland? Uh, well, the, both shelters are run the same way. Uh, so we on every, every day we have uh, there's um, two animal care staff caring for the animals. There is an RVT on duty. There is a front um, counter person that's uh, helping any members of the public. Uh, we we have uh, that at both of our shelter locations. And then we also have on the road our officers who are out responding to calls and our dispatcher that's, uh, you know, sending those officers to all the different locations that they may be needed. Yeah. Well, you've got it down. You've got it smooth, don't you, Tammy? You've got it down (laughs) to a science. I know you've been there, as I mentioned at the top of the show, 
for a couple of decades now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I always appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, you've been there for a while, haven't you, Tammy? <laughs> I yeah, yeah. I, some would say a long time. <laughs> Since you were a teenager, probably. I, yes, I was. I was a teenager. We won't talk about how old I am now. So no, <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. So, what about uh, any uh, upcoming events? Is there any upcoming events uh, that you want to talk about? We do have a Halloween special coming up this weekend, uh, so on uh, Saturday, uh, for those who maybe are not out trick-or-treating or just doing changing how you're, you're doing your Halloween, because let's face it, everybody is creating a new normal. Uh, we are going to have a magic show uh, that will be broadcast on our social media pages on YouTube with uh, our friend Greg Freewin. He's going to be performing some magic tricks, and there's some other things that I haven't quite heard all of the ins and outs but it'll be a fun show about half an hour long so um, people can uh, still go about uh, doing any special Halloween candy uh, candy adventures that they have planned. Right on well I'm certainly glad that Greg Fruin's involved he's an amazing individual he loves animals phenomenal performer you know that yourself and if anyone uh, you know, has been thinking about going to check out Greg. I know he's got uh, uh, shows going on at his uh, Niagara Falls uh, Theater, and uh, he's certainly involved with Humane Society, and, and he just loves animals and just an all-around yeah. awesome guy. He sure is. Yep. Yes, very true. Yeah. Yeah, very so, true. Tammy, uh, I was going to ask also... about... What's that, Tammy? Oh, I was just saying we were, we're looking forward to the show. Yeah, no, that's going to be fantastic. Yeah, no, that's good. So um, regarding Halloween, is there anything you want to tell people pertaining to their cats? or? Well, it's always a good advice to keep your cat indoors. Um, even though there might not be as many trick-or-treaters as what we normally see, there will still be people and activity happening out there. So our animals are best, even our dogs. You know, keep them in, keep them safe. That's the most important thing. And and when those chocolates are coming in, to make sure they're up in a secure location so that our uh, dogs, Dogs don't get into it because uh, that can be very, uh, very toxic for them. Something I've never asked you about, uh, Tammy. Have you had any sort of satanic uh, rituals or wrongdoings, satanic wrongdoings pertaining to cats that you've seen? I mean, you've seen a lot at the Humane Society over the years or satanic sort of things to uh, with dogs uh, around the Halloween time? Or no, no, nothing that we have ever, uh, fortunately enough in the Niagara region, that we've ever had to deal with. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm happy to say that. I don't know if, you know, some other communities, um, there might be things like that, but it's not anything that we've seen here. Yeah, yeah, well, that's good then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And do you, have a lot, do you have a lot of dogs up for adoption currently? Uh, well, we have a few. Uh, we just recently put our fur, our um, latest round of uh, Manitoba puppies up for adoption, and uh, they were all adopted last week. So um, we're still working on trying to transfer more in before the winter really hits hard in our northern communities, and um, dogs are left with very little at that point in the puppies. So um, we're working hard on uh, getting another round um, into our care very soon. Um, like always, we always uh, put them through a medical hold and make sure they're age appropriate before we start adopting them out. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Well, uh, you know, Tammy, there's still a lot of people out there. I mean, even with all this information that's available and even with all the great things that you've done 
uh, at the Humane Society, there's still a, a good percentage of the public that doesn't really understand the Humane Society and the role that they play uh, in the community. Is, is there anything that you could tell our listeners uh, about the Humane Society, which I think would be important for them to, to understand as to your, uh, to your mandate and to the mission? I mean, well, aside our, from our the fact that you all is, love animals and you're here for yeah. the betterment of the animals, is there anything that you want the general public to know? Our main mission has always been and always will be is uh, the welfare and protection of the animals that are within our communities and beyond. And we continue that mission every day uh, by providing the, the best care that we can in our shelter locations and uh, making sure we're staying up to date on uh shelter medicine so that we're also providing that that top level uh, of shelter medicine in, uh, to the animals that are in our shelter locations. And, uh, you know, things have changed a lot over the years. Um, we no longer handle investigations. That's been handed over to the province. So that's changed a little bit for us in this last year. But um, we still are there to uh, provide care uh, and, and assist the community members with any anything uh, to do with animals and within our communities and spay neutering is one big part of that. Um, we really focus on offering a low cost solution to people in our community um, that they can they have a place that they can go that's affordable for them to to do the spay neutering, which is so important for our pets. Excellent, excellent. Now the Humane Society is still enforcing the leash law with dogs. We do. We enforce all of the municipal bylaws for all the municipalities that we cover, and we do cover nine of them. So uh, noise complaints, barking complaints come through us. Um, stray animals come through us. Injured animals come through us. Uh, 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 the stray intake is still happening. All those normal things we, we continue to do day in and day out. Yeah. The Humane Society is quite diversified, more, much more than some people know. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, quite a few duties that you've done. Yeah, Tammy, uh, can you give the listeners the website uh, and uh, your Facebook page or social media? I know you have a yeah, lot of great we do. things. That we do. Keep have... up, you keep people updated with uh, all the great adoptions. I think it's great. Yes. Well, if you are looking to adopt, you can visit either one of our websites. Uh, www.wellandsvca.com or you can visit www.nfhs.ca. You're just click on those adopt buttons, which will take you to the, the animals that we currently have available for adoption in our shelter. Uh, we also have our Facebook pages, the Welland and District uh, Humane Study page, and our Niagara Falls location as well. Um, so we post updates on there. We just had our, our puppies uh, that were adopted through there, and, and we did it a little bit differently. We allowed, like, we <clears throat> took the applications in and randomly selected from the approved applications that were received and had five names that we broke it down to, and then the puppies actually chose their adopted family randomly. So it was a fun well, way for people at home to watch that process. That's very cool. Yes. Very cool. Yeah, everybody loved it. So that's uh, that's great. And the puppies won in the end. <laughs> right on. Well, Tammy, uh, thanks for joining us on Dog Talk. It's always a pleasure having you on the program. And uh, keep up the amazing work you're doing with the animals. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you again soon. And stay safe and stay healthy. You bet. Have a doggone great night, Tammy. Thank you so much. 
Take care. That was Tammy Gabry, everyone, uh, the pet care manager, Welland District Humane Society. They've got a few dogs up for adoption. Explore their website. Uh, and uh, hats off to all the staff at the Welland District Humane Society and the Niagara Falls Humane Society. Amalgamated a couple of years ago, now called the Niagara SPCA and Humane Society, doing a great job uh, taking care of the animals. I'm Dave McMahon, the owner of Dave McMahon Dog Academy. We're going to take a short break, and we will come back with more Dog Talk Radio right after these words. Okay, so stick around. I need to tell her she's the only one I really love. It's always hard to kiss summer goodbye, but with pets at home... Hello, little buddy. Oh, you're so cute. It's easy to transition to the inside world. From jackets, leashes, special food and treats, stock up for the upcoming season at Pet Food Outlet. Settle in with a new bed for snuggling or new toys for that extra playtime. Go get it. Pet Food Outlet in Welland, making pets and their people happy. Open Monday to Friday, 9 to 7, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4, 905-735-PETS. Niagara is one of the most beautiful regions in the world with diverse communities that deserve to be celebrated. Join 610 CKTV on our virtual road trip every Friday during Niagara in the morning. This week, Tim Dennis highlights Welland. Tune in for an in-depth conversation with the city's business and community leaders. The virtual road trip. Fridays this fall on The Voice of Niagara. News Talk 610 CKTV. Is your senior pet slowing down, having difficulty on the stairs, or getting in and out of the car? November is Senior Pet Month. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center has a full senior care program, and for the month of November, all new clients on their senior care program will get a free gift and be entered into a draw for a free massage or swim. Please call the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 or email info at canineconditioningcenter.ca to book your appointment. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. We're still open, offering curbside pickup and routine visits. Maine West Animal Hospital at mainewestvet.com, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. It's always hard to kiss summer goodbye, but with pets at home... Hello, little buddy. Oh, you're so cute. It's easy to transition to the inside world. From jackets, leashes, special food and treats, stock up for the upcoming season at Pet Food Outlet. Settle in with a new bed for snuggling or new toys for that extra playtime. Go get it. Pet Food Outlet in Welland, making pets and their people happy. Open Monday to Friday, 9 to 7, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4, 905-735-PETS. It's always hard to kiss summer goodbye, but with pets at home... Hello, little buddy. Oh, you're so cute. It's easy to transition to the inside world. From jackets, leashes, special food and treats, stock up for the upcoming season at Pet Food Outlet. Settle in with a new bed for snuggling or new toys for that extra playtime. Go get it. Pet Food Outlet in Welland, making pets and their people happy. Open Monday to Friday, 9 to 7, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4, 905-735-PETS. Is your senior pet slowing down, having difficulty on the stairs, or getting in and out of the car? November is Senior Pet Month. 
The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center has a full senior care program, and for the month of November, all new clients on their senior care program will get a free gift and be entered into a draw for a free massage or swim. Please call the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 or email info at canineconditioningcenter.ca to book your appointment. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTV. Welcome back to the Dog Talk Radio Show, everyone. My name is Dave McMahon. I'm glad you could be here with us tonight. And uh, my next guest is a blind man named Stephen Barker. He's been on the Dog Talk Radio Show a few times. He's an awesome guy. I'm looking forward to talking to him in a couple of minutes. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the numerous uh, guide dogs that he has had and uh, talk a little bit about the training program that he and his dogs have had to go through at the Lions Foundation Training Center uh, in uh, Oakville. Uh, welcome to the show, Stephen Barker. Hello, how are you? And thanks for having me on. I'm happy to have you on all the time. Every time you come on the program, I think this is probably the maybe the third or fourth time, Stephen, that yeah, you've been on the show. Yeah, third time, I believe, but there are, it's, time, always yeah. a, it's, a, it's always a fun time. Yeah, and we always have a blast, don't we? And yeah, we uh, before we start talking dogs and talking about you, uh, I do want to thank you for posting on Facebook about a particular type of uh, wine that you were uh, uh, <laughs> talking about. Because I went, I went to, and I got some of that wine. Yeah. And told them I heard about it from you, and they're like, "Oh, very nice, very cool." So uh, thank you. It's absolutely delicious. Uh, it very refreshing in the summer. <laughs> it, Black it cherry, I believe. Pardon me? It doesn't last long at all. It doesn't last long at all. Once you start uh, sipping on that, wee! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll drink responsible, but we'll still have a good time uh, as yeah. we do it. So um, for those that don't know, you are a blind man, and once upon a time, you could see. That's right. And you went blind on your birthday. Now, I'm trying to remember, so don't say anything yet, please. Uh, was it your 40th birthday? Uh, no, I, it was uh, 2009. I can't even remember. I'm 56 now, so I'm not good at math. <laughs> but you don't look 56, first of all. You oh, well, nobody looks, nobody looks their age. Everybody looks 24, so. <laughs> <laughs> so so you, you went blind on your birthday, is that correct? Yes, in the morning I woke up and I had gone totally blind on uh, my birthday in 2009. And did that scare the living SHIT out of you? Uh, no, actually, it, it was, it was uh, I, in my book that I wrote, I actually talk about, because the first thing I thought about when I realized I couldn't see was the Little House in the Prairie episode where Mary Ingalls <laughs> couldn't, woke up and she couldn't see, and, you, you know, you I think the shot was her father down, paw down by the creek, and you could hear her uh, screaming, paw, I can't see. And I remember standing there thinking, why am I thinking about this at the moment? But that's exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah. That would, that would be mind-boggling. 
yeah. absolutely mind-boggling. And was it a gradual loss of eyesight? Or uh, take us through that again, because there's a lot of listeners we have now, Stephen, that uh, have recently joined and have been consistent with listening to our broadcast, and they haven't heard any previous shows that you and I have done. Mm-hmm. So maybe take us through that. Was it a gradual loss of sight or, or I mean, boom, just like that, bang, you just woke uh, up, couldn't see? Well, uh, before that, uh, maybe a year before that, I was having trouble with my eyes and I'd gone to an eye doctor and anyway, it turned out my retinas were detached and the they operated on the left eye and it went blind right away. So that one was dark right away. But the right eye, there was damage to the retina, but uh, it was visually impaired. So I, I could see if I was, you know, at, at walking and I could see a table, I could go around it or I could still, you know, faintly see people's faces or you know, things like that. And then um, they wouldn't operate on the other eye because they said the quality of life was better with at least sight, a bit of sight in one eye. And then I I woke up on my birthday and I, it, it had gone. Like, so that, you know, that was unexpected. But, and then of course I had to wait three weeks because the eye doctor was on vacation until I could find out what was happening. But, uh, you know, you deal, deal with these things and move on. But it, you know, I thought being visually impaired, I used to always say to myself, I wish I was totally blind because then I would probably not be so cautious when I'm out walking and because I was having trouble, you know, when I go for a walk, finding the curbs and stuff like that. So, uh, but then when I went totally blind, I thought, you know, what was I thinking? Because then you were, it was another totally whole new world. I could, the spot where I stood the day before and try, you know, I could cook. And then when I went blind, it was like a whole new experience. I couldn't even do that. So, you know, I had to relive those things, like relearn all of that. And, uh, you know, now that's what I tell people because I, you know, I have a receding hairline. So I say it's because I like to barbecue. So it's uh, <laughs> the, the barbecue flames. <laughs> yeah, the barbecue. But, you know, no. But you are a strong, strong man. I mean, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And this has certainly made you stronger, I think. What do you say? Oh, definitely. And I hear people all the time say, oh, you know, I think if that ever happened to me, I couldn't handle it. And, but it's like, what other choice do you have if it happens to you? You, you would be surprised what you, you know, you, you could either sit and rot or you can move forward. So forward well, you had two choices. You had two choices and, and you chose not to sit and rot. You yeah. chose to move forward and i want to mention to the uh, listeners because i forgot to mention uh, in the intro when i brought you out that uh, stephen barker uh, our guest that we're speaking to right now um is also the author of a uh, a book called just call me seymour and uh that book uh, they can go on amazon to get the book stephen that's right or chapters in indigo yeah yeah chapters indigo and amazon just call me seymour and Seymour is S E E M O R E, correct? Yes. Seymour yeah. by seeing less. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And so um, you acquired your, uh, you sought out a guide dog, I guess. That's what it was. And you yeah. acquired uh, your very first dog. You've had numerous yeah. dog guides, or guide dogs, mm-hmm. rather. Yeah. Tell us about I- your first one. Um, I still have her. She's 14 and a half, and it's Zulu. And I was still visually impaired when I attended the dog guide school. I uh, found myself sitting at home one day and I had realized that my house had really become a prison to me because I was declining invitations from friends and, 
uh, you know, to go out because I didn't want to socialize. I didn't want to be, as I thought, that looked after or, you know, ha- uh, have to be babied or whatever. Like I thought, you know, I'd be a burden. And then, so I was sitting one day and then I, this came to me that I, I was trapped in my house and I thought, you know, it's so different than the life I had before. So I, uh, I got, I had uh, met a guy in a grocery store a few years before that and he had a the puppy training as a guide dog and I'd stopped and asked some questions uh, because I was visually impaired at the time and he wrote the number on a box top and two, I kept that for two years in a drawer and uh, at that moment in time I decided I'd go in the drawer and find it and I got out my magnifier, I called the school and I said I, I think I'm ready for a guide dog and and uh, I think that was like January, February and by June I was in a class training with my first first dog. And this is up at the Lions Foundation Training Center in Oakville, correct? Yes. Yeah. So that's when I met Zulu. And I, I uh, you know, the world was opened up to me through Zulu because, you know, she found the curbs, she found the stairs, she found the doors, all that that I, that I was losing she could do for me. So, um, you know, that was a big change in my life. And uh, it opened up a lot of stuff for me because I could... I could come, I was back being like what I would consider a normal human being again. Like I could go out and be independent and, and, uh, get back on track with my life. And, uh, before, uh, you know, I was a blind guy with a cane, but now I was like the blind guy with a cool dog. So I was quite happy with, with that. And then, uh, I had her for a year and then in that year, that's when my birthday was, and I woke up and I'd lost my eyesight. And then after that, I kept getting lost with Zulu. And, uh, you know, I kept thinking something was wrong, things were happening. Uh, but anyway, it turned out, long story short, I took her to the vet, and she had a thyroid problem. So I called the school, and they said they would have to retire her. So I was devastated, but they had me back in a class in that August of 2010 uh, to train with my second one, Keegan. <laughs> and so I had him, and then uh, with him, I was totally blind. So that was a another... So I, I've been with him 10 years, and just uh, two years ago now, I uh, Keegan retired after 10 years. So I kept both Ke- uh, Zulu and Keegan. So they're the unemployed labs, and I have the employed lab, uh, uh, white lab, Austin. So he's my, now my new guide dog and uh, my new eyes. Yeah, so Austin is your current guide dog. Now, what are yes. the colors of the labs? The first one's a, a Zulu is a British lab, so she's a short, stocky lab with a square head. And uh, Keegan's a North American lab. They're both black. And Austin is a yellow lab, uh, white in color with some caramel lining through him. Very, uh, you know, according to others, beautiful dog. But he, he has a beautiful soul, and I can I can feel that. He's like an old soul dog. And the other two are actually laying on the couch right now sleeping because they're retired, and he's curled up on my feet here at the chair, so. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the labs. I mean, I you know, I have Miley, my uh, black female lab, and we once yeah. owned a, a yellow lab named Merlot. So such a wonderful breed of dogs. So, they uh, are. You, and so adop- they, they, they adapt very well, and that's why they're used as guide dogs, because they're very adaptable. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Listen, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to okay. come back with more dog talk, and we're going to continue our conversation 
with Stephen Barker. Uh, Stephen has written a book, uh, Just Call Me Seymour. Check it out at Chapters Indigo and on Amazon. Again, the book is called Just Call Me Seymour. Stick around. There'll be more dog talk right after these words. I'm Dave McMahon. This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital. Niagara is one of the most beautiful regions in the world with diverse communities that deserve to be celebrated. Join 610 CKTV on our virtual road trip every Friday during Niagara in the morning. This week, Tim Dennis highlights Welland. Tune in for an in-depth conversation with the city's business and community leaders. The virtual road trip. Fridays this fall on The Voice of Niagara. News Talk 610 CKTV. Is your senior pet slowing down, having difficulty on the stairs, or getting in and out of the car? November is Senior Pet Month. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center has a full senior care program, and for the month of November, all new clients on their senior care program will get a free gift and be entered into a draw for a free massage or swim. Please call the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 or email info at canineconditioningcenter.ca to book your appointment. Welcome to Discovery. Come in. Discovery, do you copy? Star Trek Discovery is back on CTV Sci-Fi Channel for a mind-blowing new season. A one-way trip, no going back. Far from home. Welcome to the future. The thing is, you got no authority here. Their fight begins. Let's show them who we are. Star Trek Discovery, all new, Thursday at 9 on CTV Sci-Fi Channel. Then stream anytime on the all-new ctv.ca and CTV app. Hey man, how about Subway for dinner? Right now we can pick any three items, including a footlong, large wrap, or salad for just $24. Wait, so we can get three footlongs? Yup. Or a footlong, a salad, and a wrap? Sure. What about a salad, a wrap, and a footlong? Pretty sure you already said that. Did I? Pick three for $24 anytime after 4 p.m. at Subway. Eat fresh. Freshly prepared for your order. For a limited time at participating shops in Ontario, excluding Thunder Bay. For in-restaurant orders only. Plus extras and taxes. No additional discounts or coupons. It's always hard to kiss summer goodbye, but with pets at home... Hello, little buddy. Oh, you're so cute. It's easy to transition to the inside world. From jackets, leashes, special food and treats, stock up for the upcoming season at Pet Food Outlet. Settle in with a new bed for snuggling or new toys for that extra playtime. Go get it! Pet Food Outlet in Welland. Making pets and their people happy. Open Monday to Friday, 9 to 7, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4. 905-735-PETS. Your pulse is racing. The clock is ticking. It's time to buy groceries? Say what? Yeah, you heard me right. CTV Sunday, Supermarket Sweep. The classic game show where the savviest shoppers score big. Cash. Leslie Jones hosts all the fun and excitement. You can shop around, but it doesn't get any more fun than this. Get on your carts, get set, and get into an all-new Supermarket Sweep. Sunday at 8, only on CTV. This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital.
Welcome back, dog friends. Dave McMahon here, the owner of Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. Glad you could be here with us tonight. In a couple of minutes, I'll go back into conversation with Stephen Barker, who is a blind man, who is an awesome human being. I love this guy. What a great positive attitude he has. He's had a few uh, guide dogs, and he is also the author of an awesome book, which I happen to own. Uh, just call me Seymour. The book is available on Amazon, and uh, it's also available on Chapters and Indigo. So check out that book. Just call me Seymour. Uh, I wanted to mention, uh, do a little uh, shameless uh, promotion here, and mention some upcoming dog obedience classes that I have coming up. We have a class starting Tuesday, November the 17th, 7 p.m. That's Tuesday, November the 17th at 7 p.m. We have another course starting Thursday, November the 19th. And that's at 5 p.m. And for more information about my Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy, uh, please go directly to my website. All of my contact information, email, social media information is on my website. And the website is just davemcmahon.ca. And I'll help you with the spelling for those that don't know. So www.dave, that part's easy, D-A-V-E. McMahon, M-C-M-A-H-O-N dot C-A, Dave McMahon dot C-A. The start dates for the dog obedience classes are posted on my website as well as some YouTube video clips for you to check out. And we have lots of awesome, uh, it seems like that's the word tonight, awesome. Uh, we have lots of awesome, awesome, awesome Google reviews if you go to uh, uh, google maps and you enter in the search box dave mcmahon's dog training academy there's hundreds of great reviews about people that had uh, awesome experiences training their dog with me and thank you for the uh the really sweet reviews everyone who gave us great reviews much appreciate it uh, we specialize in problem solving with dogs and we have dog obedience classes for the family dog. So that's enough about me. Let's go back to what's important. Stephen Barker, that's who's important. The author of Just Call Me Seymour. He's a blind man with an awesome attitude. Stephen, are you there? I am. And I must say, here's another plug for you. I, uh, Dave, you had me at your academy to do a, uh, a book signing. And I got to experience your sitting with, uh, I think, three or four of your classes. And no pun intended, yes. but it was an eye opener. <laughs> it was a real eye opener, was it? It was awesome. <laughs> right on, man. Well, we had some chuckles then, that's for sure. We certainly did. And uh, and some we of uh, our team and clients purchased your uh, book, and they just loved the book. I, I wanted to give you the feedback on that. It's a great book, and, uh, oh, and everybody you. really loves it. So uh, people should consider getting that book. But um, so is it true? Oh, I just lost you there. So it looks like we're having... David? Oh, yes. there, okay, there's well. Dave. 
Stephen, are you there? Yeah, I, I couldn't hear you there for a minute, Dave. Stephen? Yes? Can you hear me? Stephen, sounds like we're having a little technical difficulties here. Uh, thanks for your patience. Dave's at uh-huh. home tonight. Dave, are you there? Stephen, yes, are you I there, am. buddy? Can you hear I'm us? I'm here. Are you here? Yes, I, I mean, can there. hear you. I can hear. Can I, you hear? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. <laughs> Hello. Is there anybody out there? Please nod if can, you can hear me. I can, I can hear you, Is there anyone Dave? home? I can hear you, Dave. Okay, good, Stephen. You can't hear me. Do you have bionic ears now that your eyesight is gone? <laughs> can you hear me? No. I can hear Dave? you. I'm here. Dave. Yes, I can hear you. Okay, good. We're back. Okay, you can hear me? Say yes if you can. <laughs> Thank you, COVID, eh? Greg, can you hear me okay? Yes, uh, Stephen can hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> this is like a cell phone commercial. It is. Can you hear me now? Stephen. Yes, Dave. For Stephen. those that don't know, for those that don't know, what do you want them? What do you want the public to know when they see you with your guide dog? I mean, well, I, you know, actually, the, the, common, the common thing is you don't want people to come up and hug your dog or pet your dog, right? No, that's happened many times, and I've I've said to the dog forward, and I go to walk away, and someone's on the floor in Shoppers Drug Mart kissing and loving them up, and I mean that's cute, but uh, but one thing during this uh, COVID time that uh, people probably aren't aware of, my dogs are actually trained to find a door, so when I go to the grocery store or a store, and there's a lineup because of COVID, and I ask the dog to find the door, the dog usually goes, but people end up screaming and yelling because they think I'm butting in line, but my dog actually is trained to find the door, not the lineup. So, you know, this kind of time is posting a lot of problems for a lot of people who are visually impaired and blind with guide dogs. Yeah. Some people can't control their emotions, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, grocery shopping, uh, you know, anxiety anyway. So, yeah, I mean, they see your dog, they go up and they pet the dog, but your dog's working. They shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just become very difficult to navigate around during the COVID times because of the lines on the floors, you know, in stores and the arrows. And when you're blind, you can't always follow that direction. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Tell us about how long the program is when you uh, when, when you were... Uh, uh, you know, acquiring the dog. So, of course, they're doing some foundation work with your dog, and then you're brought in, and then you're yeah. trained together as a team. Can you give the listeners some idea as to how long this takes? Yes. Uh, with my first two dogs, it was actually 27 days. You had to go live and train at the school. They house you and feed you, and it's all on donations. Uh, when I went with Austin, if you're an experienced dog guide user, it, they've narrowed it down to two weeks. So uh, 14 days now, and, um, uh, you, you know, the dog uh, is fostered out for its first year and then uh, goes back to the school and trains for six to eight months, and then the clients come in 
And right now, actually, because of COVID, the school is closed down. So they have a backlog of dogs, dogs that were just ready to go with all kinds of clients, dogs that were coming in after those dogs graduated, and the puppies. Uh, so all of that shut down now. So um, they're trying their best now to try and work with uh, the COVID and uh, see what they can do with this large backlog of dogs and uh, people who are ready to train and get their lives changed and then now couldn't do that because of the COVID. So it's been a big change well, for them. Yeah, this COVID, you know, it can take a hike off, uh, you know, it can take a hike real fast. I mean, you've had, we've had our fill of this COVID nonsense. Yeah. Well, their big, their big fundraiser is the guide dog walk in May all across Canada, and they weren't able to hold them this year. So they usually raise, you know, over a million dollars. And I think this year it was uh, like half of that. So, uh, but I could do a plug there. The, the dog guy calendars are for sale. The Canadian Tire Store in Grimsby with our good friend Pat Jaskula is selling them right now. And then they'll be at all pet value stores, I think, November 1st. They'll start selling them. And all the money goes to the dog guides and the Lions Foundation in Oakville. And a big shout out to Pat uh, Jaskula. Yes, um, she said the, to say hello. The entire store in Grimsby. <laughs> it's a dog-friendly store. It as is. As I know, and Pat is a big, big supporter of uh, the Lions Foundation uh, of Canada and guide dogs. And I know that uh, uh, Pat is a friend uh, of yours, and yeah. she's just an amazing person. She's my partner in canine. <laughs> For sure. We've well, got to get Pat back on the show, too, sometime in the future. I think she's listening right, right now. Good. Hi, Pat. How are you? Pat, can you hear me? Can you hear me, Pat? <laughs> I won't do it. I'm sure she can hear me. <laughs> Stephen, you're going to have to come to the Dave McMahon Dog Academy for a visit. We miss you. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, you got to come down again. We miss you for sure. you got to, you got to come down and, uh, and just in. sit and uh, have a good chuckle. Oh, yeah. It was a good laugh. You're always fun to be around, Dave. I appreciate Positive that. With a P-A-W-S. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. And so uh, so with the, the guide dogs that you've had so far with the Labrador Retrievers, you ever foresee yourself getting another breed down the road? You have, uh, like, you, you like the Golden Retrievers? You just, you love the Labs? Uh, well, I, this time they, I Or you'll did... take what they give you. Yeah, and this time they, I made a few suggestions, and they worked with that. So I wanted to try a yellow lab because, you know, I thought I've had the two black labs. And, I mean, it's kind of like getting a new car. It takes a while to adjust to where the seats go and everything. So I thought I might as well get a little different color of a car. And so that's why I went with the white So uh, or with the yellow lab. So uh, I, I'm a fan of all dogs, but... Uh, they do use standard poodles for people who have allergies and because they're hyperallergenic, but I'm, I, c I could never see myself as a standard poodle kind of guy, but I do love, love the poodles. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, I had a standard poodle before. Very intelligent. Yeah, they super are very intelligent. intelligent. Yeah. 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 They're all very smart. Steven, Steven, always a blast to have you on the program and, uh, any last words you want to say to uh, to our listeners before we let you go? Uh, well, I just want to say, uh, if you can, uh, because the Dog Guide School and Lions Foundation is running short, uh, you know, maybe make a donation uh, for Christmas. You can make a donation in somebody's name. 
or if you know somebody you know passes away, you can uh, send in a request, and they'll actually send the family uh, donation thing in your your name for the person who passed away. So there's lots of ways to donate with them and and help them out at this time when they really need it because they changed my life, and I have to support them. Awesome. Check it out, everyone. The Lions Foundation of Canada and uh, the Canine Vision Program. They also have the Hearing hearing ear dogs and the special skills dogs, seizure alert dogs, the list goes on. And uh, don't forget to buy Stephen's book, Just Call Me Seymour, available at Chapters Indigo and also available at Amazon. Just Call Me Seymour, check it out. You'll love the book. Stephen, nice chatting with you. Have a good Thank night. Thank you. You too, Dave. Thanks very much and goodbye to everybody. Take care, buddy. Thanks. Bye-bye. Stephen Barker, a blind man with a positive attitude. Love, love that guy. He is a breath of fresh air and just great to be around. And uh, I really appreciate him coming on the program and talking tonight. Uh, I think it was his third appearance uh, in the last uh, few years. So anyway, thank you for listening to the Dog Talk Radio Show tonight. Hope you had a good time. Uh, listening to us, Gab. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Thank you to my awesome, awesome, awesome producer, Craig Campagna. Good night, everybody. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. We're still open, offering curbside pickup and routine visits. Maine West Animal Hospital at MainWestVet.com, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at NiagaraFallsAnimalHospital.com. Um...